guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast and welcome back to another Q&A. Guys, is, this is actually one of the, um, I think this is probably the third Q&A I have done and you know what? It's about what people have been telling me. See, there's a lot of outside chatter, right? So when it comes to, the, you know, the outside noise can ultimately drown our intuition. Like it could drown our, our voice in general. And one of those things was it was brought to my attention uh, while I was teaching, let's just say, a test prep corporate, uh, what is it, test preparation course out here in Thailand, right? And this lady kept saying, you know what, you should learn Thai, you should learn Thai, you should learn Thai. And I'm like, and then what? I'm going to be like the rest of them. And what do I mean by the rest of them? Let's look at a couple of famous people out here today, okay? Out here in Thailand, there's a guy by the name of Adam. Okay, they call him Teacher Adam. Teacher in Thai is Ajahn, so it's Ajahn Adam. Now, this guy has 2.5 million followers on Facebook, etc., etc. Now, I truly believe that was it because, is it actually because he can teach English and it's because he can speak Thai? No. The thing is, with Thailand, there's more of a deeper issue that lies within not only Thailand but Asia in general. And so he is famous for all the wrong reasons. However, let's focus on the topic at hand, which is him teaching English. Now, would I deem him and label him to be an English teacher per se? No, I will not. He came here as a Mormon missionary, and it's fantastic. I mean, the story he has and the way he learned languages, I see it all the time. However, when it comes to teaching a language, okay, I'm focused right here on teaching a language. If you speak another language while teaching a language, you have defeat the purpose of learning a language. Does that make any sense? So, how can my how how could have my Japanese professor, okay, back in college, could she have done better? Maybe by speaking to us in basic Japanese instead of using English and then making us learn all this grammar and stuff that doesn't even relate to conversational Japanese. How about my Spanish teacher who would sit there with the worst accent and instead of saying casatera, she would say casatera. Did she actually speak to us? Did she have it within her soul to actually teach us? No, she didn't. And so this is not only the issue, but if we actually look at it, Adam is just like the rest of the Thai teachers. Am I right? So your Thai teacher who teaches English, or let's say your Japanese teacher who teaches English, do they speak to you in the native tongue? And if they do, how much percent do they speak to you in the native tongue? And there it is. There lies the problem. So here I am standing in front of this woman. She's like, oh my God, if you could learn Thai, you could have so much money, you do this and that. And I'm like, I don't wanna learn Thai because if I learn Thai, I'm going to not only take away the essence of learning a language, but I'm going to defeat everything in my values, my morals, and everything I represent as an instructor. So if you guys say, okay, Arsenio, so what if you go to Chile, or if you go to Peru, or if you go to Brazil, you know what I mean? And you have to learn the language to, you know, to, to basically adapt and converse with the locals. Absolutely, I'm 100% for that. But using the language in the classroom is a no-no. Now, yes, here in Thailand, there are some of the easiest phrases I use in the classroom, but they are easy. It is not conversational Thai 
whatsoever. Why? I don't want conversational Thai because if I end up speaking conversational Thai, I'm going to be like the rest of them. I remember that. I used to work with teachers who spoke Thai fluently. And the most shocking part about that is these teachers, being from the Netherlands, they spoke Thai perfectly. I will reiterate that. They spoke Thai perfectly. And you know what? Did they teach their students English? No. They spoke Thai and they taught them whatever it was in the book. This is the biggest problem with learning a language. And so if we look at the Japanese pod 101, the English pod 101, all those pod 101s, what do they speak to you in? They speak to you in English. And then they would bring on a speaker from that particular country and explain, you know, different, you know, phrases and stuff like that. Again, that kind of defeats the purpose. So why is it that my podcast especially does so well? It's because I focus primarily on the things and, you know, I, it's, it's all about adaptation. There are specific things in grammar that's needed to talk about, like in, in imaginary situations with, you know, uh, you know, talking about your past, your, you know, your present, your future. There are uh, different topics that you guys could actually do free writing on and you could end up developing into your own language and start a blog. There's a multitude of things that you guys can take away from this podcast. And I love it because, yes, I love bringing on other people from around the world and they do share some phrases. And I just think it's so unbelievable. But they also share their story about learning a language. And this is why my podcast and especially, you know, my folks from Spain, my folks from, you know, Germany. uh, What is it here in Thailand, France, so many different countries, Guinea, Egypt, Kenya. All around, what is it, Tanzania, all around the globe. They come on here and they say, you know what, this is how I did it. And somehow you guys can relate it to your life. But as a teacher, from a teacher perspective, I'm never going to learn the Thai language because it would destroy everything I am about. And then I'm just going to be like all those other pseudo superstars out here who literally teach a language through the native tongue. Which puts them into a box of the rest of the people who teach a language through their native tongue. So guys, when you're learning a language, you have to immerse yourself into the language. When you are listening to me, I'm not using phrases in French. I'm not using phrases in Japanese. I'm not using phrases in Turkish, whatever it may be. It is purely English. There are some words that I might use and you're like, huh, what does that mean? And that enables you to, of course, figure out what the word is, see if you can use it in your everyday language and see if it could be, you know, could provide you with something. So, guys, this is the most critical aspect of learning a language. You cannot learn a language if you don't fully immerse yourself in the language. So when I actually teach English to my students, there are some things I cannot teach them in Thai that will relate to English because, of course, the conversation, the language, the culture, whatever it may be. This is what Mustafa of Guinea, who lives in Malaysia, said on my podcast last year. He said, some things in Arabic you can't translate to English. Some things in English you can't translate to French. Some things in French you can't translate to Bahasa. And so it's about time that you just say, you know what? I'm just going to take it all in as I go. And that's what I'm inviting all of you to do is to... Not use your native language 
but to fully immerse yourself into the language that you're actually trying to learn, which is English. And so with that being said, I hope you guys can take something from this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And you know what? I am your host as always. Stay tuned. We have a lot of interesting things coming up this week. So with that being said, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.